This is WJXC Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM, your home for St. Joseph Catholic School Bruin football, Bruin basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday at 5 p.m. and every Monday at 7.30 a.m. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Bank Plus, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Brent's Drugs, Brad Miller EXP Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fuel, The Crest Group Commercial Real Estate, Pyle Plumbing, Clements Realty, Small Talk Speech Therapy, Bell Brothers Heating and Air, The UPS Store Print and Business Services, and Bernini Grantham Grower and Hughes PLLC. From the Bruin Broadcasting Studios here on the campus of St. Joseph Catholic School in Madison, this is the Bruin Buzz Live, 30-minute look at what's happening on the only Catholic middle and high school in the greater Jackson area. I'm Terry Casarino, in for host Jack Clements. Join me and my guest, Mr. Madison Upendo, the theater teacher at St. Joe, as we talk about the fall stage production of Junie B. Jones is Not a Crook. The Bruin Buzz Live begins right now. Hello, everyone. This is Terry Castrino, and for regular host Jack Clements, who's on special assignment this week. I have a great show planned today as we talk with St. Joe's theater teacher Madison Upendo about the school's fall theatrical production. But first, let's go over some, some of the news happening at the school this week. St. Joe's students, faculty, and administrators spent Monday, Veterans Day, honoring the men and women who serve our country. A short Veterans Day program found former teacher and U.S. veteran Billy Avalon talk about his time in the service. Students walked away impressed by Avalon's message. A delegation of more than 20 St. Joe students are in downtown Jackson today through Saturday morning for the 2019 edition of the Mississippi Youth and Government Youth Legislature. The four-day conference is actually a mock legislature in which students write, debate, and vote on legislation. Remember that tickets are already on sale for the 2020 edition of Jeans, Jazz, and Bruin Blues Drawdown. St. Joseph Catholic School's biggest annual fundraiser. Those attending will enjoy food, live and silent auctions, an open bar, and more. Tickets to the Saturday, January 25th, 2020 event at the Country Club of Jackson are $130 a couple. You can buy tickets online at www.stjoedrawdown.com or at the school's front office. Mark your calendar for 7 p.m. Friday, December 6th and 2 p.m. Sunday, December 8th for the 2019 edition of Gifts of the Season in the St. Joe Fine Arts Theater. The annual Christmas concert is wildly popular and tickets go fast. Admission is $10 at the door with St. Joe students admitted free. Tonight and Saturday night are the last two chances for you to see the fall theatrical production at St. Joe. Junie B. Jones is Not a Crook, a stage adaptation of the popular children's book series featuring kindergarten student Junie B. Jones. Curtain time both nights is 7 p.m. Admission is $10 at the door with St. Joe students admitted free and students from other Catholic schools admitted free if they wear their school shirt. And that brings me to my guest today, Mr. Madison Upendo, the first-year theater teacher here at St. Joe, who also directed the play. Now, I know you and the cast and crew have been hard at work since the fall, working on the show, doing a lot of uh, rehearsals and line readings and all that other stuff, set building, everything that goes into a big production like this. Thursday was opening night. Tell us how things are going and what we can expect tonight and Saturday. It's going beautifully. I couldn't have asked for a better cast to work with. I was telling them uh, the night before last, 
uh, finishing up our tech, that they've really blown me away with their work ethic, with them being able to juggle their academics along with their other extracurriculars and still coming and giving their like their best, not mm-hmm. half-stepping, making sure that they take whatever notes that we give them, coming back the next day of rehearsal, applying it. I couldn't have asked for a better cast. And uh, to have them to work with, especially on my first directing project, they've been uh, continuously praying for me, praying for the show overall, yeah. being extremely patient to be so so young. I- I'm learning a lot from myself. but. They've uh, they've really brought their A game and made this show come alive, and these I was kids, absolutely proud. These kids are talented here, man. I, oh I, I've been here since 2011, and uh, some of these kids just never cease to amaze me. Mm-hmm. The, the, the talent they have and and uh, the bravery they have of going on stage because that's pretty brave to get yeah. out there in front of uh, 400 people every night and perform. Yeah, not to mention the uh, the seventh graders that came through this year. We had a couple of them step up to the plate, the stage manager, where we had uh, our guest artist, Miss Noelle Jones, uh, graduated from Bellhaven as well. She came in and taught uh, Abigail Hardiman, uh, William Turner, and uh, Molly Moody, uh, the two seventh graders underneath the senior, and they uh, they really took hold of the show. They knew exactly what their responsibilities were. They were helped set up the show before and after, stay for cleanup. Uh, they learned whatever they needed to learn to make sure that when it came time for tech, all I had to do was sit and make sure that everything fit the vision and they ran the show yeah. themselves. So they yeah. really stepped up to the plate and every last one of them worked. Turn, very hard. Turner's a hard worker. I had him in my journalism class the first quarter this year, yeah. and uh, you know he was just real eager and anxious to get out there and, and work on do anything, yeah. do anything. He'll just do anything. Yeah, it's kind of funny because he was out at some of the uh, football games where we broadcast the games live on the internet and also on WJXC, and anything he wanted to do, anything I needed him to do, he would jump to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's mostly that's pretty much the case with all the kids working on the show, isn't it? Yeah, you can see a, you could definitely see a fire in all of these children. Even even if they don't want to pursue theater, they have a they have a conviction about the the work that they want to put out, and they they definitely show that in how they carry themselves, making sure that they making sure that they themselves are together before they get on the stage, and it's it's really encouraging, and it makes you as a as a teacher as a director make sure that you're not stepping up to the plate uh, stepping up to the plate ill-prepared and making sure that you bring yourself i'm seeing uh students eighth grade for example uh, for example andrew bain uh he shared with me uh, like the struggles he endured is transitioning from state to state and being able to take on a responsibility of being in a show and taking on one of the principal roles and he's doing an amazing job there uh really star players all across the board especially in Ileana ramos she's uh, and I'm bringing up the people who just stand out yeah. beyond the beyond the main principal roles who just stepped up to the plate regardless of whatever we needed, painting, uh, building sets, whatever I needed them to do or make adjustments for the to make this show really mm-hmm. happen and work, moving huge pieces. Speaking of moving huge pieces, we've got some monstrous size sets, and they yeah. make it—they move so quickly and make it look lightweight. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> so, how how do they manage to uh, juggle their responsibilities with you and the play, and also their classwork? That's got to be a bit tough for them. Has it has it been a struggle? 
they've told me some of the pressures they're experiencing from having a heavy workload in class. Uh, and a good number of them, like you'll see uh, Natalia Igubike in the back of the uh, playground said before her, before her lines are coming up, she's over there typing, uh, going through her book, doing homework. A lot of them are doing homework off in the wings while listening into the show and coming on right when I need them, not missing their cue. So they're, they're really doing their best, uh, even if it's, uh, they're telling me they're coming early in the mornings yeah. to meet with teachers and getting some of their study uh, study time in so they're not dropping off in the grades. And some of them have even told me that they couldn't come to a couple rehearsals so they can make sure that they focus on their grades, which I 100% understand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I make sure that we say that, you know, give us 24 hours, 48 hour notice if you're going to be missing it. Thursday night was opening night for the play and had a great crowd, great reaction. Tell me a little bit about the play itself for people who haven't seen it yet and who are kind of on the line trying to figure out, should I take my family to go see this tonight and tomorrow? What can they expect? I would say if you're familiar with the Junie B. Jones series, uh, it's, a, it's a culmination of three different Junie B. Uh, books. Uh, Junie B. is not a crook, of course. Junie B. and Handsome uh, Warren. And there's one other one. And uh, this, the third book kind of takes different characters yeah. and puts them in, in the storyline as well. And what Allison Gregory has done is tell this story uh, to kind of help us follow along with Junie B. as she figures out what's important in a solid friendship. And it's a really, it's a really uh, heartwarming show. There's a lot of fun moments for everybody. Uh, and I, I believe that it's going to be a great family experience for anybody mm -hmm. who who's able to uh, relate to the hardships of trying to understand what that feel what it feels like to have a solid friendship not based on material things. Now th these books, the Junie B. Jones books, they were uh, geared, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm not familiar with them. Okay. Uh, but they were geared toward young children, right, to get yeah. them, to encourage them to read and yeah. get them interested in reading. Because of that, how would this play necessarily appeal to, say, teenagers or even adults? I would say it's definitely a nostalgic moment for people in, uh, in, uh, in, in the, I guess, high school to people who are probably now in college uh, yeah. around about this time read these books when they were children. So it would be a good moment for the parents of the of this generation of children to reflect on moments where they probably have had to read the book with their child and have encouraged their uh, their child to read a book a book of a girl who's going through kindergarten and all the challenges of being a kid and uh, allowing us to remember oh yeah this is a book that I had when I went to kindergarten or early K, uh, like pre K. And I imagine the humor, too, transcends oh, all, yeah. all ages. Oh, yeah, all across I mean. the board. And it's very cute, very yeah. cute. Hannah Deer does a great job of portraying a kindergarten struggling with uh, grown people talk, <laughs> yeah. using big words and uh, saying them wrong or even making sure that the audience knows that this is what this yeah. means. Like, it's see, a I'm, really I'm kinda, moment. I'm kind of looking forward. I hadn't seen, I didn't go opening night, but I'm, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to uh to seeing how some of my students, the ones I teach, Natalia Igubike, yeah. uh, Hannah Deer, who I've had in my journalism class for a while, I want to see them uh, act like a kindergarten kid. Yeah. That, that should be that in itself should be a lot of fun. <laughs>
<laughs> it was fun to watch him try. Uh, we started out our rehearsal process. I told them to uh, spend about five minutes just watching uh, YouTube videos of children on their first day going back to school. Just yeah. So we can all remember what it feels like to be a kid. And I think that's that's going to be the, the, the ticket to everybody's heart is that this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. as a family for us to remember what that was like. How, how, how simple things were, uh, how, how little troubles how 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 little things we were so stressed out about but on a larger scale you know it was the things that we just had to learn how to share how to yeah. how to be thoughtful how to be considerate how to not stress over spilled milk <laughs> well hold, hold on to that thought we'll take a quick break here from our underwriters and we'll be back with some more this is terry castrino you're listening to the Bruin buzz live i'm here with my guest Mr. Madison Upendo, the theater teacher here at St. Joe. We'll be right back with more after this. Bank Plus is located in Madison on 105 Webster Circle and can be reached at 601-605-1174. That's 601-605-1174. Brown Bottling Group, located at 591 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland, is a ger- generous supporter of Bruin Sports Radio. You can reach them at 601-607-3011. That's 601-607-3011. St. Dominic's, located at 969 Lakeland Drive in Jackson, has been a generous supporter of Bruin Sports Radio for the last five years. We'd like to thank them for their support. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Bank Plus, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Brent's Drugs, Brad Miller, EXP Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fuel, The Crest Group, Commercial Real Estate, Pyle Plumbing, Clements Realty, Small Talk Speech Therapy, Bell Brothers Heating and Air, The UPS Store, Print and Business Services, and Bernini Grantham, Grower and Hughes, PLLC. This is WJXC Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM, your home for St. Joseph Catholic School Bruin Football, Bruin Basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday at 5 p.m. and every Monday at 7.30 a.m. And we're back. I'm Terry Castrino here on the Bruin Buzz Live with my guest, Mr. Madison Upendo, the theater teacher at St. Joseph Catholic School. We're here talking a little bit about tonight's and Saturday night's final two performances of the fall play, Junie B. Jones is Not a Crook, that's here at St. Joe, uh, it's going to be tonight and Saturday at 7 o'clock is curtain time on both days. Well, Madison, tell me a little bit about how we came up with this idea of, of staging uh, Junie B. Jones. I know I've kind of noticed just doing some, some research myself that it seems to be a popular play around uh, the country. There's even a couple of musicals with yeah. Junie B. Jones uh, centered. Tell me how we, how we came across this and decided to go with it. So I wanted to... Pick a show that was going to leave a good first impression for the new theater teacher. I didn't want to do anything that uh, would put us at too big of a risk with a group of people who are meeting each other for the first time. Uh, me with the cast and vice versa. So I wanted to be very, very particular with what I, with what I chose. So I, I would say I spent numerous hours over, um, over a course of three weeks or so. And trying to narrow it down. I've watched 
uh, I, I went back and re rewatched every musical I've ever seen. I went through, is this okay for this audience? Is, is this okay with this group of people? Um, does this really say what I wanted to say as a first as a as the first play? Went through, read different scripts, searched several different websites. I emailed a good number of friends that I graduated with. I told them to send me some uh, some plays that I probably haven't heard of, and then I came across a list of uh, a list of shows uh, across a website where we bought the script from, and I was like, oh, that that sounds great. Oh, that looks nice too. And then I saw Junie B, and I was like, I'm gonna read it just just for the fun of it. I, yeah. I, this was the one play that I was picking for myself to kind of just take a break from the, the massive amount of uh, searching through series. Like a lot of it was dramatic plays. Yeah. Uh, a few of them were comedies. But I read this just for that nostalgic purpose, just to take a break from reading mm -hmm. heavy material. And I read it and I had genuine laughs the entire time I read it. And I was like, this is great. This is perfect. Yeah. I really love this. And I think I think the audience will love it too. And so far it's been a great process of putting it on his feet and it's been really it was really uh fulfilling to see the audience walk away with big smiles on their face enjoying every bit yeah. of it. Well you know it should also appeal a lot to our, our feeder schools too. You know, the we have three Catholic elementary schools in town, mm -hmm. uh Sister Thea Bowman, Saint Richard, Saint Anthony and um, you know, I would think that, that kids over there would be interested in seeing it. And the cool part about it is they get in free. Yeah. Uh, if they wear their school shirts, uh, students from other Catholic schools around the Jackson area get in free tonight yeah. and Saturday night. So that's something for great. mom and dad to think about. But uh, well, well, tell me a little bit about the spring. This is, we do two productions a year. We do a fall play and a spring musical. Can you tell me anything about the spring musical yet? I can tell you that it will definitely be worth coming to tomorrow's show. That's when we'll be making wow. a big announcement. We've been uh, stirring Saturday up some night show, the Saturday, Saturday night, night show. show. Okay. Saturday night show is when we're going to be making the huge announcement. And we, we've been stirring up some buzz around uh, around the school. It's been fun yeah. uh, throwing out some uh, some dummy plays to let the, let the kids spread the rumor around. Uh, one of them was Junie B. the Musical. <laughs> Just to uh, break a couple of hearts yeah. of people who was expecting a little variety. But uh, it's, 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 I, I am genuinely excited to see, to see first of all, the, the crowd's response to it. But more, more, more importantly, I'm excited to see what St. Joe brings to the table uh, yeah. with this. Uh, they they completely blew me out of the water, and I can't say that enough with how uh, how they how they've brought Junie B alive. And I'm really excited to see what they do with this one. Well, I've, I've, like I said, I've been here since 2011. I've seen most of the productions here, and mm -hmm. some of them have been really good. Mm -hmm. Really, good. I'm just sometimes I sit in amazement that these kids were able to pull uh, right. these huge musical productions together. Right. Uh, you know, everything from. Um, uh, a little shop of horrors a couple of years ago to uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz last yeah. year. Just some really nice productions. So I'm looking forward to hearing what, what you got up your sleeve. Um, uh, and, and if it's as good as what Junie B. Jones is, this will be a really great theater season at St. Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well tell me a little bit about uh, you know this is your first year here, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you're taking over a program. Uh, tell me about your vision for the theater program at St. Joe. Um, where do you see it going? What would what do you want to see it uh, become? I would love to see the program grow to where our different 
excuse me, I, the way our classes are broken up, I, uh, I would like to see it broken up into area focuses of theater where one group, uh, one class period could focus on the set building of yeah. the, uh, the performance. Another class could focus on sound and light. Another class could focus on acting techniques. And uh, hopefully we could have more people on staff who could help partner with the accompaniment of bands so we can get a musical theater class too because we have a good number of students who we're, we're in the middle of discussing something like Hamlet. And they'll say, oh, can we sing today? And we've never sang in class, but yeah. the fact that they want to sing, and I, I hate that we don't have the, the space as of right now mm-hmm. to 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 feel that part of them that wants to sing, that wants to workshop that, because they, they recognize they have a talent, they recognize they have a, a long way to go in how they want to, to train that, and I want to create an atmosphere where they can do that. Yeah. Is there any place, do you think, uh, uh, for uh, maybe some serious drama, maybe going back and looking at some, some real classic serious plays and staging that? Or, yeah. or do you think that it's best to go a route of something light and, and for the fall and then a musical? For, for what we've accomplished so far in class is getting, getting the students to understand that theater is more than about entertainment. It's the retelling of the life that we live. Mm-hmm. Theater... Uh, holds up a mirror to our society and say, this is how we live, but we're going to present it in an entertaining way to where you can sit down for an hour to two yeah. hours to actually re- take, a, take a look at your family, take a look at how you how you do your life socially and how you interact with those around you. So uh, we've, for example, we read a play in class called Radium Girls to take a look at our history in America and yeah. New Jersey, uh, looking at uh, the, this corporation that used... Uh, they use immigrant workers to work on uh, watches using radioactive paint, and the uh, the the history behind that, and being able to hear the responses from how the students uh, recognize that this was a part of our history. It was very real, and this is how we've grown from that. And this is how our, our health our, uh, our health system has grown in response to that, and the fact that theater can continue to tell these stories. I think it would be great for our audience to get uh, mm. to get an acquired taste for uh, something not heavy, but something yeah. something a lot heavier than uh, our lighter shows like Junior B. Francis. So, do you find students uh, uh, really interested in in stuff like uh, Shakespeare and and some of the classics like that, or is it a little too dense to uh, uh, put on the stage at St. Joe? I know we tried a Shakespeare play a few uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. it was a Midnight Summer Journey. Yeah, I believe that's right. Okay, so uh, I. I found that once we finished reading Hamlet this year, yeah. there was a lot of students who asked if we could put it on. And yeah. uh, of course, I backed away from it just a little bit because of the length of yeah, it. I was like, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm up for the challenge just yet of uh, yeah. teaching teaching uh, Shakespearean language uh, to, to students yeah. who are not even in my classes. <laughs> yeah. The Elizabethan language is a bit tough. Yeah. I can really imagine. Yeah, but yeah. they once we really got into the story and they and they understood what was happening and they got yeah. familiar with his writing style. Uh, I think they really appreciated a lot more. It just takes a it takes a little time. Mm-hmm. I think if we were to do. A Shakespeare, uh, a Shakespearean show. It would have to be something that was adapted to a modern, yeah, uh, a modern, uh, modern style, or at least a modern language. Right, right. Um, 
you know, one of the things I was interested in doing, I, now, for those of you listening who, who don't know, I teach journalism at St. Joe, and um, I teach broadcast and print, and my broadcast class does more than just news. We we do radio shows like this. This is normally hosted by one of my students who's out on assignment this week, and I wanted to make sure we had something out today about the play. But I'd like to see uh, some kind of way where, where maybe our journalism class can work with you and your theater class yeah. and do some kind of cross-promotion for the, for the plays. And I think a great, a great way for us to start, and I'm probably making a commitment here on the radio, which may, be, <laughs> it may not be a good idea, but I'm doing it anyway. I'd like for us to maybe get together and work uh, maybe in the spring where we can do some good cross-promotions of, of, of the musical. Yeah. You know, we, we, could, uh, we could shoot some videos promo on the, the musical and get some interest and excitement uh, building toward the, the uh, staging, the premiere, the stage yeah. opening night, which I think will be, what, in April? Yeah. Uh, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Uh, and we got a lot of time to plan this, but uh, you know, if you're game for it, I'm I'm game for it too, and I'm putting you on the spot too, making you yeah. <laughs> seeing if so, you're interested. Listen, on, on the on the air, we can go ahead and say that it requires a good push towards our students too. Yeah, oh, yeah that too. I, this is nothing that I going yeah. to get out there necessarily and film. Yeah. You know, this is something I want students to get involved in. Yeah, I think in my, sure. on my side, it's a great way for them to uh, talk about promotional aspects yeah. of video and. And it's a little off the beaten path of journalism, yeah. but in, in a way it is because this is this would be part of our newscast and also stuff we could put out on our website. Yeah, and it'll be a, an excellent way for us to get the promotion that we need earlier on to, yeah. for uh, our our students to get supported uh, in as as in many different ways as we po- as we possibly can. And I think the longer we wait to do that, uh, the 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 less coverage we yeah. have across Madison and even the the Try, the Jackson Tri City area, so I would love to see. Well, good. Let's let's make plans for you and I, I to get together uh, early next year. Have to give give us a little break because I know you'll right. need a break after the play's over. And uh, <laughs> uh, I know some of us are waiting for that that Thanksgiving and Christmas break yeah. to kind of catch our breath. Early in January, you and I will get together and we'll talk about. It. I'm sure we'll have something on the radio and a newscast about that too yeah. later. But uh, well, look, thanks a lot for joining me. Thank I you appreciate it. Well, that's about all the time we have today. I am Terry Casarino, your host, and I want to thank my guest, uh, Madison Upendo, the theater teacher here at St. Joe. Don't forget, uh, there's a show tonight, 7 o'clock, and again Saturday at 7 for Junie B. Jones is Not a Crook here at the uh, Fine Arts Theater on the St. Joe campus. Admissions $10, St. Joe students get in free, and students from other Catholic schools around the Jackson area also get in free if they wear their school shirt. The Bruin Buzz Live is a production of Bruin Broadcasting and the St. Joseph Catholic School Journalism Program. The Bone Buzz Lives airs every Friday at 5 p.m. and repeats every Monday at 7.30 a.m. on WJXC Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio 107.9. You also can download the program as a podcast on most podcast platforms, including TuneIn, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. The Bone Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Bank Plus, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Brent's Drugs, Brad Miller EXP Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fuel, The Crest Group Commercial Real Estate, Pile Plumbing, Clements Realty, Small Talk Speech Therapy, Bell Brothers Heating and Air, The UPS Store Print and Business Services, and Brunini Grantham Grower and Hughes PLLC. Today's opening and closing music is Outside In, written and performed by SLJ Kalmeyer. This music is used by permission through Soundstripe, www.soundstripe.com. This program is copyright 2019 by Bruin Broadcasting and St. Joseph Catholic School. 
Any and all opinions expressed on this show belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official opinion or position of the Catholic Diocese of Jackson or St. Joseph Catholic School. I'm Terry Casarino, and for regular host Jack Clemens, look for Jack to return next week for one more edition before we take a break for Thanksgiving. Until then, so long, everybody. This is WJXC Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM, your home for St. Joseph Catholic School Bruin football, Bruin basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday at 5 p.m. and every Monday at 7.30 a.m.